welcome to the clan! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. What is leverage? It's a strategic advantage. It's the power to act effectively. It means they need you as much as you need them, or they need you more than you need them. It means you're coming to the table to a business deal with a reputation, with results, with cash flow, as opposed to potential with your hat in your hand. That's why we called this podcast The Climb, C-L-I-M-B. It means creating leverage in the music business. And the genius that came up with that is my co-host and good friend, Mr. Brent Baxter. Brent's an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady Antebellum, Joe Nichols, and more. And what I love about Brent is he helps songwriters like you turn pro by revealing how you write like a pro, do business like a pro, and then are on the regular. He sets you up and connects you with the pros. You can find Brent at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. They help you find your sound and they help you grow your audience so you can become the artist that everybody loves and so you can get paid. Yeah. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at daredevilproduction.com. That's production, singular, no S, and there's no S because there is no other Johnny D. What's going on, brother? Man, it's just a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Leaves are turning, all gold and orangey and all that good stuff. The hogs have a bye week this week, so they don't have to lose. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's what's going on with Green Bay, too. <laughs> Do you feel like the leaves just changed, like, literally the last weekend? I was just out in, like, last weekend, I was out in Boston. I got out there Thursday night, and it just looked, and this is Boston. It looks super mm. green. And yeah. then when I left on Monday, it looked like they all turned over the weekend. I was like, what the heck's going on? This is quick. And I feel like the same thing's happening in Nashville, too, right now. Yeah, it happens fast. So we had, uh, when we lived over in Antioch, uh, we had this one tree in our, our front yard that just, like, for a couple days was just gorgeous, like gold, like it was on fire. Yeah. And then, then it was ugly again, like a week later. And so. it's Charlie Brown's Christmas tree. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Yeah. So things are pretty right now. And my, my, I have an upstairs office, you know, so I have, it's almost like called the tree house. Cause I'm like tree level. So I got a tree right outside the window. So it's really nice right now. Cool. Yeah. Well, today we are gonna, we're going to talk about how, how to really, how to really make money, how to really get your music to the people, how to, to, to make it all happen. And it boils down to, to really, one thing, like all the lessons, all the education, all the know-how, all the past stories, all the different case scenarios, and all this different thing that you can learn aren't going to amount to a hill of beans without this one thing. Mm, and that's I'm what intrigued. we talk about. But before we do that, um, let's take care of a little business. So, hey, we, the Climb Podcast, Brent and I are proud to partner with disc makers who have been supporting indie musicians before indie music was even a thing. When you're ready to make CDs, DVDs, vinyl, which we're doing for the Lonely Highway Boys here shortly, or you're ready to distribute your music and videos with customized USBs, www.discmakers, D-I-S-C, as in Charlie, discmakers, M-A-K-E-R-S.com, is the only place that you need to go. And while you're there, click on the Guides and Resources tab and download some of their excellent free guides. They've just revised and expanded their home studio handbook 
which has a ton of great advice and information for newbies and for studio veterans. You can find them again online at discmakers, D-I-S-C makers.com or give them a call at 800-468-9353. Again, that's 800-468-9353. Awesome. And hey, listen, if you haven't joined the Climb community on Facebook, please do so. This is a killer group. There's a lot going on in there. Mm-hmm. Outside of you and me, like just uh, people helping people, right? Mm-hmm. The most wonderful kind of people. That's right. Um, we have uh, p- people putting up success stories. Like, yeah, I just saw one uh, a day or so ago at the time of this recording. Somebody cl- uh, climbed up the Music Row chart and just was like, hello. Yeah, check it out and put a screenshot there. Like, yes, it was totally and People sick. cheering each other on. Awesome. Love yeah. It. And, and uh, you know, listen, we're putting lots of information up there, too. Like, if I, I'm on different news sites, like industry news sites, like every single day. And when I find stuff that I think is relevant and personal to the people in the client community, I'll post it in there. So mm-hmm. I can save you a bunch of searching and just find the cool stuff right in the client community. But uh, you got to ask to be let in, guys. It's a, it is a close a private community, but we let everybody in who asks, as long as you got a picture there, just be good boys and girls or you will be roadhouse. Um, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast in your podcast player. That way all the new episodes on Tuesday and the mini sods on Friday come right automatically down into your podcast player. They're in order and you can consume them as, as often or as little as you want, but they're there and you're not going to miss one. And um, man, take 30 seconds, leave a rating and review. Right, or for star rating, preferably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that tells other people that we're legit. And then finally, the best compliment you could give us is to share it. Like, if if you get a benefit from this, if if you love what you're hearing, if you think we're on the right track, if you like our brains, then <laughs> uh, tell a friend, spread it around. Right. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. All right. So, so you've uh, intrigued me. There's this one thing that that matters that's going to make a difference. You mentioned something about making money, which has my ears perked up. Yeah, I tell you what, it's going to be, uh, we're going to get a lot of eye rolls on this. Uh-oh, here we go. Um, I've written blogs about this before, and um, people, they get annoyed by it. And the ones who like, feel like this, if this, if this conversation gets your feathers so ruffled that you feel the need to email me, <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you it's because we're touching us, we're, we're, we're put pressing on a bruise. We're, 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 we're you know, we're, we're touching on a wound there mm-hmm. because um, you need to get together. The, the so, trick hey, is, before we get into that, if we send those emails to me, those are, I'd probably enjoy reading those. Especially <laughs> yeah, since I don't have to worry about responding to it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, back to the show. So, um, okay. So a couple of weeks, like three weeks ago, I was out in San Diego for um, some paid coaching, right? So for some, some Facebook ads training, trying mm-hmm. to, prove my game right Mm -hmm. and they're talking about um a lot of this was now i'm a business owner we've got a nice little crew here we were we're growing i've been blessed with being able to grow up in a family where my dad was a business owner and Mm -hmm. so the conversations we had around the dinner table every night you know it's like managing people and and cash flow and taxes and you know all kinds of stuff Mm -hmm. and um a lot of people don't have that right they don't have that in their toolbox and So there's a lot of people at this uh, at this um, event that are a lot. I I just was equating them with the people in the climb community. They're they're uh, a lot of maybe single moms or single dads. They got a job and they're trying to figure out a way to get out of this forty hour a week job that they hate mm-hmm. and get into something that they love. Yeah, and they're trying to set up an ads business, but that's scary, right? Like, wh- when do you make that jump? Like, are their their budgets are tight. Uh, can I really do this? Kind a of lot of the same questions. Yeah. 
a lot of the same, right? I mean, it's ringing a bell. Like this, my, my, my spidey sense was like, bing, 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 bing. I was like, oh my, I got to start taking notes. And this is a podcast right here. And, yeah. um, and what made me think about this was, um, so when you're doing, there's three steps to doing like Facebook ads that we do for our clients that help get them, um, help get them uh, audiences, right? Now, mm-hmm. it, it, and you can, you know, check me on this. If you're in the client community, you probably already seen the post. We got a show. This is, this is going to air on the 15th, you said? Uh, yeah, Tuesday the 13th. Or Tuesday the 13th. So this, the show yeah. will have already gone by. I will have posted results. Uh, we're recording this on the 2nd. Tomorrow's the 3rd. We're going to be in Columbia, Missouri doing a, um, a branded tour kind of thing with, with two bar frog artists that we do all the marketing for with Daredevil. <clears throat> and um, I mean, this is a cold market. They've never been into this market. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have a relationship there with the club owner and we have, we're, the crowd is going to be completely built around what we did on Facebook ads, right? Yeah. And so um, I'm going to post like the results on that and that the extrapolate the, uh, export the reports so you can see what we did, who, how we did it, what the video was that we used to attract it. And then I'll give you like, did anybody show up? I mean, might not happen. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, so I'm back to San Diego now. I'm there and, and to putting this thing together, the, there's, there's, a, there's three phases, attraction, amplify, and accelerate, right? Mm-hmm. So attraction is making sure that the creative is right, that the, that the ad is, is correct, and mm-hmm. that it's compelling, and that it's relevant and personal and speaking to the person. And in fact, Facebook puts a relevant score on your ads that, mm-hmm. and that helps you lower or it decreases or increases the cost because mm-hmm. it's in, a, in an auction kind of a thing. <laughs> it also has to do with who you target for your audience. Like, are you, know, are you trying to sell hamburgers in the vegan community? Are you, right. um, it, so all that part. Then the Amplify and the Accelerate are really, um, they're less creative, they're more mechanical. They're more like tech knowledge if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Okay. And know how, and so they're like, everybody has questions on amplify and accelerate, but they spent 50% of the time out there. If they spend two days talking about the attraction piece, the very first piece, cause they're like the amplify and accelerate stuff that we're going to show you not going to amount to a hill of beans unless you know how to do this thing here. Right. Mm-hmm. Unless your, your ad is good. You're reaching, you know who you're supposed to be reaching and, and you've done all this other homework first. Right? You got to have that music. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have that foundation first. So this, I started attributing this to, and there was a lot of business talk in this um, event as well. Again, because we have lots of people that are just the first time in their lives are going to attempt to venture into their own, be their own business, Mm -hmm. which is frightening. Right. Yeah. Um, And uh, it's mindset. That's, Mm -hmm. this is what we're talking about. Mindset is everything. I'm going to give you some examples. Because people are like, oh, I thought you were going to give me the one magic golden formula that's just going to line my pockets with money. Right, give is. me a how-to. Yeah. Give me a checklist. And the, and the how-to yeah. is the mindset. And, and with all the checklists that you're going to get, if you don't have the mindset, then you're just getting in your own way. And I kind of want to give you some examples of this and jump in like whenever you want, Brent. All but right. I started with, I started thinking about this um, when I was, putting the, together just the thoughts for this podcast in my head. Like um, I, when, I, when I first, in fourth grade, like I just had started to develop friends and everything like that. And, and, and I was kind of like a big dude. Like I was at the, my class, my school, fourth grade was the highest grade. And then you went to another school. So I'm like at the top of the food chain in <laughs> yeah. my little elementary school. I got my buddies and my parents like hated my friends because they thought mm-hmm. 
they figured out early on somehow that these people are going to be criminals and they were right. <laughs> and so they're like, we got to move, you know, and I'm like, yeah. so I'm petrified. So, so I'm just, I'm setting up the story, right? So we moved to another town, like 20 minutes away, Delavan, Wisconsin from Whitewater, Wisconsin. And by the way, all my friends in Whitewater did like end up in prison or still are there. At one okay. Point. They were a mess, but um, I don't know how they picked that out of habit. They did. Uh, but I was pissed, right? I'm, I'm hostile. Like I can't, mm-hmm. like I'm, I got to leave all my friends. I got to go to this scary new school and yeah. all that comes together with the first day I get on the bus. And what do I run into? A freaking bully. Right, holy, mm. and um, this guy's torturing me, man, uh, all week long. He just—I mean, he's not beating me up or anything, but he just is picking on me and making me just feel inferior, and and mm-hmm. straight up just trying to get over on me like a jerk. Yeah, and I, I go to my dad. Remember, my dad here is a marine, right? <laughs> and I'm I'm losing it. I'm pet- I'm terrified. Yeah. So you're hoping maybe your dad can snipe him or something. Yeah, I'm like, you got to take care of this. Yeah, right, yeah. You know, and and he's like. Here's what I'm going to do. Nothing. And the look in my eyes must have been, I remember how I felt still to this day. Mm-hmm. I felt looking at him like I felt abandoned. I felt like you're screwed. This is, I told him straight, this is your job. You're supposed to protect me. He's like, I am. I swear to God, I am protecting you. But I, I'm not going to be here every day. And this is the key. You're going to run into an a-hole like that. Because my dad's mm-hmm. going to yeah. Every single day of your life. And you got to figure out how to deal with it. You know, on your own. Like, and uh, as terrible as that might sound to some of you who are anti-bully and all that, I mean, we can do all the anti-bully campaigns that we want on this planet and the world would be a better place if, if we we're all nicer and we didn't have bullies, but guess what? Never going to happen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. my dad was absolutely right. Every single day I run into some other jerk or some other bully who mm-hmm. thinks they're trying to get over on me. And two things, I know exactly how to recognize it right now. Mm-hmm. And instead of me going to this place where, I feel like I was defeated and where I have a pain point, like, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, it brings up a, a like PTSD or something like that. Right. Like this is where I lost. And so now I have another bully in my life and I'm not going to be able to do this because the last time this happened, I lost too. I mm-hmm. won. Like I ended up becoming friends with that guy, <laughs> you know, but yeah. I had to figure something out. I had to confront him. I had to do the biggest thing I was scared of. I had to confront him and like, what are you doing? Why are you picking on me? Like, stop it, you know, and, uh-huh. and it just all worked out, um, without a fight or anything like that. Sometimes you got to fight, right? You know, what's mm-hmm. the Kenny Rogers song? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sometimes you got to fight. To be yeah. That's right. That's right. Coward of the County. This, yeah, anyway. Coward of the County. This wasn't the situation here, but I mean, to this day, my mindset when I run into a bully and I've had like big situations where I'm trying to get something done and some guy that's like over me, maybe he outranks me in the company I was in or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just trying to get over on me. Yeah. And instead of me recoiling and, oh, well, here's why this isn't going to work. Bad? You know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and this isn't fair. It's not. Mm-hmm. But it's, life's not fair, right? Like, right. I'm figuring out how I'm going to get this guy to perform for me. Mm-hmm. And I get it all the time. I get, to, you know, first thing I'm thinking about is like, hey, the mindset is, you know, is this guy... Is this a battle worth fighting? Like, is he just being a jerk and I can ignore him? Mm-hmm. Or is he legitimately going to get in my way and, yeah. and stop me from getting to where I need to go? And if that's the case, now I got to deal with it. And how am I going to deal with it? What's the best way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it's a mindset thing. That's what it is. So I was taught early on a different mindset that's one of the greatest tools my dad ever gave me. Mm-hmm. Right? Because now I don't panic. I don't create an excuse to lose. I don't, I'm like, okay, well, we, you know, I got to kill him with kindness. 
Sometimes I got to go over on top of them and have somebody else come down on them mm-hmm. um, and, and serve it up in a certain way. That's not a, he's picking on me and you should help me out. Right, kind of yeah. a whiny situation. I'm just like, Hey man, listen, I'm trying to get this done. This guy over here's providing some challenges. Like, what can we do? Like, I'm just mm-hmm. like, is there something I'm missing? You know? And then I, right. and then it all comes out and that guy's off my butt. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to gripe about everything when I was younger. It was when I was in the band, especially. I was mm-hmm. Every little stupid thing was just this catastrophic storm that was getting in my way. Yeah. You know, did you ever feel that way? I feel that way sometimes now. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm proud of that. But yeah, some days you're just on the wrong side of the bed and everything is... Especially no, but I'm talking top. about like on the regular, like every time yeah. there would be a speed bump, like we were almost to this one getting in this one gig and then something goes sideways and it could be something stupid. Like, you know, the guys had a family emergency or something like that. Mm-hmm. And now we're not going to get in this club at this time. We're going to have to wait, you know? Yeah. And then you're like, man, and your it's adrenaline like, spiking. You're looking at the negative. You're yeah. And you're spending a whole lot of energy, right? Mm-hmm. Worrying about that. Cause you're not, you don't have a right mindset. Right. Right. That, that everything doesn't, wedge everything's not going to balance on this one moment whether it's meeting a a record label person or getting that big gig or you know getting money right or Mm -hmm. or or how you look at it you know um i've understood i've grown to understand in my older age that just like my dad said with the bully you're going to meet one of those every single day of your life yeah and you got to learn how to deal with it you're going to have all these challenges speed bumps potholes car wrecks you know like Mm -hmm. catastrophic crap is going to happen on some level every single day of your life and when you accept that and you might have the mindset of that you're like okay well you got a little extra to do today yeah and you just go to work it was like a football player do they get upset like there is still this guy on defense right will not go away like every play there's like a defense out here trying to hit the quarterback what is how about how about that? like okay how about that's no, a great example it. <laughs> how, about, how about matthews clay matthews on the friggin mm-hmm. green bay packers like the first three games he gets like major fouls for mm-hmm. for what they were calling like abuse on the uh rough quarterback the lay hits and rough yeah. in the past and it was so ridiculously wrong and unfair that it just sparked this viral set of videos from every person that ever liked football that weren't even Packer fans that are like, hold on. And they're like, before they tackle the quarterback, you know, they put a pillow down, a pillow and down. Yeah. rest him down and give him a kiss on the forehead. Like, you okay? <laughs> yeah. And, but you know what? Like he doesn't get to, he, he can scream at the, like in the, in, the, in the heat of emotion, he can scream at the ref, but then mm-hmm. there's another play coming up right now. Yeah. But, and even, I mean, that's, yeah, because that's stuff that's injustice. But also, I think sometimes people get mad just because there's a defense on the field. Like, yeah. are you surprised by this? Yeah, that's a really good point. <laughs> Guess every what? Play, there's going to be a defense on, the, on field. the field every play. <laughs> I never even thought of that. And, why, <laughs> and the quarterback's like, they keep blitzing me. I don't know. I'm just trying to move this little oblong ball down the field. Yeah. yeah. There's a defense. Their job? It's to keep you from getting in the end zone. Right. On purpose. You accept it. <laughs> the game plan for it. And you don't yep. be surprised when they show up and they hit you in the mouth. That's their job. That's right. So I think when you have the right mindset, it also extrapolates out into patience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how to be patiently impatient. Right. Which mm-hmm. sounds like yeah. an oxymoron. But there's the impatient part is 
you just are working feverishly because you know there's a lot of work to be done to advance right. your career and to do what you need to do. But you're patient because you know that it takes time to develop. It's going to take your time. It's going to take money, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to take marketing, okay? Mm -hmm. You're not going to be an artist in today's world uh, devoid of marketing and nobody's going to know about you. And if, if you, this is not a muscle that you get to avoid unless you can afford to pay somebody to do it for you, mm -hmm. or you've got somebody else on your team that can do it for you and your right. band or whatever, but it has to be addressed somehow, or you don't have any kind of viable solution to get paid to do it. Right. To, right. Yep. To make a living at it. Um, so, uh, I mean, this seems silly, but, uh, you know, Brent, you guys can't see Brent right now, but we were joking about his hat. He's got a corn, like a yellow corn farmer's hat, but it's actually from Martha's Vineyard when he did that. Uh, the festival up there, yeah. The festival up there, yeah. So um, think about planting corn, right? Mm -hmm. When you plant corn, the farmer knows, you know, they don't just put the seeds in there, mm -hmm. rub their hands together. Right. And sit and watch it for two days and then stomp around and get all disturbed and feel bad about themselves and think about quitting and all this stuff because they don't have corn like in two days or a week or right. two weeks or three weeks or four weeks, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's lots of work to be done to keep that corn watered, to make sure it doesn't get diseased, to, 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 to work against the defense, right? To make yeah. sure that you win the game. And um, as silly as that sounds, I, I, and the other thing is, by the way, you got to plant corn right? Yes. to get corn. And I think that a lot of indie artists and songwriters are, number one, they get all frustrated and, and upset and they get down on themselves and they feel like the weight of the world and they feel like they're really not good enough because they don't have corn and they never, ever planted it to begin with. Mm -hmm. Right? Maybe they bought the seeds. The seeds would be like your song. Yeah. Right? Because mm -hmm. you got to have that DNA to, right, to, yeah. to make it work. But then you still got to get it recorded. If, if it's mm -hmm. a songwriter, you got to get that song demo done in some form or another. Uh, and it's got to be decent. Right. And, yeah. uh, and if you're an artist, you gotta, you gotta record appetite for destruction. I mean, you got to record your masterpiece, right? You got to put that, that emotion down somehow and get it to work. And then you got to make sure people know about it. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, so on one hand, I think like a lot of them never plant corn, like, like they do zero marketing. Most artists do zero marketing and are mm. frustrated why they can't make it happen. And they get self, the, the, the worst is the self-doubt. Mm -hmm. The self-doubt, like, man, I don't know if it's, it's, I'm not good enough. It's like, I'm well, just heard a it. farmer. Well, you're, you've been planting squash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but nobody wants to buy corn. Yeah. <laughs> What's, because it's not corn. It's, it's squash. Yeah, What's my corn? Dude, it's, it's zucchini. They can tell the difference. Yeah. And so, I mean, imagine the farmer like quitting after one or two weeks because the corn didn't come up because they didn't, they don't understand. Mm -hmm. They don't have the mindset of this is going to take a little while. They don't trust the process. They don't trust the process. They may not even know the process. There you go. There you go. Mm -hmm. So let's take another example, like lottery winners, right? We just had the big lottery. Somebody just won like, was it $1.6 billion? Somebody won it. I don't even follow. Yeah. What was in, uh, they, don't, they don't say who it is, but I think it was in North Carolina or something. Um, mm -hmm. Everybody wants to win the lottery. Like how many times have I heard an artist, their biggest issue is they don't have any money. Right, yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. Man, that's a mindset. 
Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Yeah. That's a mindset right there. I don't make money, so I can't do it. Yeah. You know? um, lottery winners, I'm choosing these people because here's people who get bequeathed a crap load of money. Right? Yeah. Like it There's insane. no uh, personal vetting. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a scholarship. They, yeah. They didn't earn it. They, they just bought it. the right ticket. They didn't fill out an application. Yeah. Just went in there, bought two packs of cigarettes, a Mountain Dew, and give me two lottery tickets. Boom. Change your life. You're a millionaire, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, There's been multiple television shows, three or four different television shows, which followed over the years, which followed lottery winners around after they won. Mm -hmm. You know what the average amount of time is for a lottery winner to be broke again? Oh, never, because they they finally got the money. That's That's all they needed, right? It was just the money. That's it. Right? Guess what? Two years. Now, might take the 1.6 billion person a little bit longer than that, but- yeah, I mean, I and, and buy, how much money in two years? It's like Brewster's millions. It would take a lot crazy. of work. <laughs> it would take that a much lot money. Bad and bad. I mean, people come out of the woodwork, right? Oh, yeah. Like you know, a lot investment of opportunity. Yeah, all kinds yeah. of stuff. And and all of a sudden, these people who you know yesterday felt like nobody feel like all these people love me now, and and this is really cool. They're my friend. And hey, ain't you investing in self hating underwear? Listen, I'm in the underwear, and Warren Buffett wears them, and. Yeah. He knows. <laughs> right. So why, how does that happen? You just put these batteries next to your privates and see if you plug it in and then it. <laughs> these batteries next to your privates. And they only blow up 12% of the time, 50% of the time. <laughs> yeah. Which is good. The people that they don't blow, don't, that don't get blowed up. Right. Uh, have some warm gen- genitals. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we better stop. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> but um, man, the reason they're typically broke, this is, this is the, the rule. The exception of the rule is the person who doesn't end up broke. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because they don't know how to handle money. Mm-hmm. They, they, don't, the mind, they don't have the mindset. They don't understand money. They don't understand. Well, let's just say they end up broke uh, again. Again, yeah. Because that's probably that's where right. they started. Most poor people are poor because they don't know how to handle money. Mm-hmm. 
you know? And it, it, it's, it's a rare occasion where, you know, they get bequeathed a bunch of money, they start their own business, they know exactly what they're doing, it blossoms into this amazing thing. Like, they weren't taught by their parents, school doesn't teach you. The government doesn't want you to know how to earn money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's the yeah. odds are against them. I'm not saying it's their fault, but they can learn. But, you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. but the problem is th- th- they don't understand how money works. And they, what do they do? They buy lottery tickets, which is a tax <laughs> on people who are poor at math. Like, you know. Exactly, yes. Like, like it's, it's crazy. And, like, one guy cleared out his life saving, like, 30000 bucks or something like that. Or no, mm-hmm. it was like $3,500. Cleaned out his bank. $3,500 for... for Thirty five hundred lottery tickets, nothing. No, yeah. Um, but that's a mindset thing, like understanding how to play the game and understanding what you've got to do uh, is 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 it doesn't matter if you get the money or not if you don't know how to get deal with the money. You know yeah. what I mean? It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you don't know how to play the game and market yourself as an artist. If you don't know how to to create relationships and get climb up the ladder on songwriting and, mm-hmm. and become a better songwriter and try to write up as much as you can and figure out ways to become an earworm and get in that person's head and, and get an op, get yourself an opportunity to mm-hmm. do that. Then um, it doesn't, you're not, you're going to have a hard time advancing as a songwriter. You're, you're not going to find an audience as an artist, you know? Yeah. And I, uh, I have an interesting story about this. I just did a, a recent know the row event with uh, yeah. Chris Lindsay. And yes. this is not part that, uh, is out there publicly, but he, he talked about, you know, so for the people in, in the group, he's talked about this writer that he knew that actually came to town with like a number one hit, like uh. moved to town, got, it got cut number one, like came to town with that legit. It was a hit. And he's like, it basically it ruined him. It ruined him because the guy was in town for about three years and went home because it didn't work out for him because he was under the false impression that now he knows how to write hits and do that consistently. He came down with one, but he didn't have a call going to college, have all that as being beat up and humbled. And so he's like, Hey, this guy was in room with people who had more than one hit. You know, he had one, but he was like, Hey, when I wrote my hit, this is how I did it. But that's not how you do it. And so he wasn't a good collaborator because he thought he knew everything. Cause sure enough, he rolled into town with a number one. He's got a mindset that doesn't include humility. He hadn't earned the humility yet because he rolled in on top. Yeah. And it, and he gone. He washed he out. Gone. He gone. He gone. Ryan Leaf, yeah. like the biggest, biggest NFL number one draft pick quarterback bust in the history of the game. Yeah. You know, rolled in, number one draft pick, got a $10 million um, friggin' guaranteed contract and mm-hmm. never played one game, quit. Yeah. Now he gets drunk yelling at people in bars in Oregon going, I'm, I'm Ryan Leaf. I was drafted number one and nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody yeah. cares how much money he has a jerk. You know, yeah. I mean, it's a mindset thing, right? Like, so Mark Bray is one of our artists right now. Um, Mark Bray lives with his wife in a small apartment. They got a brand new baby, their first baby. Aww. Mark Bray does probably about maybe 80 shows a year, mm-hmm. 70, 80 shows a year with his band. And uh, what he doesn't make doing that, he bartends at a bowling alley on the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, to uh, to make to make ends meet, and Mark's wife is, I believe, like a teacher. Um, she, she makes like around you know forty grand a year, something like that. Uh, yeah, kind of like educational thing, right? They don't have any money. They don't have money to, the kind of money that it's going to take to advance Mark's career. Yeah, they don't have huge radio promo. Let's go get you. Right. Yeah. So, but did that stop Mark? 
his mindset is of humility and of work and I got to do this. So they work, they work, he's playing, he's playing, he's playing, he's playing and he's a compelling artist. He's good. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a great mm-hmm. singer, killer from it. Big personality, man, like mm-hmm. big personality. And um, lo and behold, year and a half ago, like a bunch of people or regular fans came up and said, Hey Mark, we've been talking and we got six people together. We all want to get together and invest in you. And it wasn't a lot of money in terms of the music industry. They each mm-hmm. put in $11,000. Wow. So Mark had 66 grand, right? Yeah. Now Mark right off the bat knows, I don't know what to do with this, right? <laughs> <laughs> Smart man. So, so he comes to I'm Randy. I'm going to make a video. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, so again, like <laughs> if you, you just win the lottery and this happens like so much. This is why I'm talking about this. Like, it, it, like Mark comes to us, okay? Mm-hmm. And what can we do with this? And so we put out a plan. Here's the best spend of the money. Here's what we can do. We moved the needle so much in, the, in that 12 months for him mm-hmm. that a bigger investor came in. Another guy goes out to see him regularly and says, man, I saw what you did with that 66 grand. I knew you did that. I love what you're doing. He loves his attitude, the humility, the mindset, right? Because mm-hmm. a, a person with a mindset, a proper mindset, recognizes another person with a mindset, right? Yeah. Now, let's, let's go back to that. Like, let's say you're a farmer and your next door neighbor just bought, bought a farm mm-hmm. and it's out there planting the seeds and watering it and then sitting there looking at them. Right. I mean, or, you just look like this guy's an idiot. Or right? every week goes and digs it up, see what's, what's going yeah, see, on. Yeah. Coming, yeah. Jumping up and down, complaining all the time at the local grocery store. Man, my corn ain't coming up. Like it's taking forever. Yeah. And, and everybody just, but the people who know the process of corn, just look at them like, Oh, you fool, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Now, it did, now, depending on what kind of attitude you have, you're either going to be judging him or you're going to be mm-hmm. like, oh, just hang in there, buddy. It's going to work out. But even then, in the, unless his mindset changes, that compassion doesn't amount to hill beans, does it? Right, no, at all, no. Um, so this is, you see the point. So, so this guy comes to Mark, so what, what, what could you do with 250 grand? You know? Mm-hmm. Today, they're at the bank, opening up a bank account. The contracts have all been signed. That's that awesome. Money's going to be in place today. Okay. He didn't have a dime. Did money get in his way? Did he have the no. mindset that I don't have money, so here's why I can't do this? No. Um, he, did what, he did what he could do with what he had, where he was. Yeah. Right? Now, on the other hand, I get artists that come in that are um, blessed. You know, they've got an investor already. Maybe it's mm-hmm. the parents or something like that. Yeah. And they're spending, I mean, like lots of money like six figures, $100,000, $200,000, trying to, trying to make this thing happen. But to your point, like of that songwriter story, mm-hmm. like they think they know. Yeah. So they're blowing it on stuff that's not working for them. You know, mm-hmm. their sixth secondary radio single. Yeah. He's trying to get above 50. Okay, what happens if you do that? You know, you're, you're, you're number 27 mm-hmm. plus $2.51 going to get you a cup of coffee. Like, who's your audience? Who heard the song? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They, they don't understand, right? So yeah. there's plenty of people with money that have what you think you want that can't make it happen. Right. Because they get the wrong mindset. They think yeah. they know. And they don't know. Uh, they don't know, right? Um, so this is, this is what I want to talk about. I mean, guys, you, you, need, you need to market. If your mindset is that you can't market, and you're just waiting for, I don't know, like the marketing fairy to fly into your window and mm-hmm. magically press a button and uh, do the marketing for you for nothing. It's not going to happen. Oh my you gosh. Know? But this makes me think my buddy, James Dupre. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
at home in Bioshiku, Louisiana, where they make slap your mama, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Love that, by the way. <laughs> and uh, or it's right over by there. Anyway, so what, what is he doing? You know, he's driving an ambulance, whatever. He's got like four kids. Yep. He's going and doing cover songs on YouTube consistently. And he sings like a, I call him vocal panther. He's such yeah. a great singer. Yeah. And he's doing these cover songs. He's and in he's the voice, right? Oh uh, yeah, we're getting to that. He did oh, okay. all these cover songs, all these cover songs, and and then eventually, um, he was on the Ellen Show because they found him online because he'd done enough and he does great work. And they put him on friggin' Ellen, and he got to play, play to cover on Ellen. Met some people from Warner Brothers. Next thing I know, because I know because he cut one of my songs on a on an indie project because stuff got started getting passed around and some legit like producers started interested. They cut some songs on him, and one of them was mine. So that's how I discovered him. Oh, and boy. then he, yeah, then he's on Ellen. Then he's on Warner Brothers Records. And then um, you know that that deal didn't shake out. And then he's, but he's off that. And then he's on the Voice, yeah. you know, and and doing that thing. But it all started with that YouTube. How much does that cost? Yeah, nothing. His guitar, and I'm. Do you know how many mindset the fancy curves? mic? It was just, I'm doing this. This is my stuff out. And there are other things he could have been doing too that, you know, could have poured gasoline on that. But he, you talking about money? No, just cheap. What does the Joker says? Well, it's gasoline or cheap. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, he did the stuff and it, he did great work and word started getting out and he was patient. Yeah. And and he kept working, right? Kept working, yeah. I mean, man, that's it. Like, I mean, the, 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 some of the discovery uh, methods that we've done um, through social media and through the, the Facebook program that, that or not Facebook, uh, YouTube uh, strategy that we invoke with the artists who are willing to play it, um, mm-hmm. it was created, we just found out now, uh, 22 at-bats or opportunities for national television shows for our artists, and three of them now, it used to be two, now it's three as of, two days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, our Kylie Fry just was a former artist. Oh, I saw that, yeah. and, and she got on a TV show. That whole thing started with us like that. Mm-hmm. Those producers, she was introduced to by us, you know? Yeah. So now three artists have gotten on TV. That's 30%. No, that's 15%. That's a 15% ratio. That's pretty mm-hmm. sick, man. And um, you know how many artists we have that just like won't do covers? <laughs> yeah. Can't find the time. Yeah, yeah, I don't have the time. I don't have, like, I don't believe, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't want to be known as a cover artist, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, uh, well, the Beatles, first record was a cover record. You know, first yeah. Two Stones record covers. First Led Zeppelin record covers. We know Miranda Lambert, Carrie Underwood, um, Chris Young, because they came into our awareness singing covers. On Nashville Star, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, or American Idol. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ray Lynn covers. Mm-hmm. Um, these, man... It's that's a cheap way to do it, you know. Like yeah, that's an inexpensive way to do it. Make it happen. Get somebody. Get somebody to freaking love you. How, Justin Bieber, ah, <laughs> covers nine, yeah. nine years old singing covers. You know, mm-hmm. you can't yeah, get is even getting an at bat on a TV show. That's just what. What is that? It's another lottery ticket. You still because we've seen way more people flame out and and do nothing with that, right? Yep. The, their version of Go Broke two years later. Only mm-hmm. didn't take them two years to to slide back into obscurity. Yeah, I mean it's not enough. That TV show's not going to be enough. You know, it, right. it, it, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna certainly grow your audience. But if you're not taking care of that and and being intelligent about it and saying, okay, 
no, first of all, knowing that you don't know, yeah. right? Like, what don't I know here? Um, and, and, and going out and reaching out to people and saying, well, like, how come this happened or that happened? And, uh, you know, you can, you can connect with the hashtags, right? The people mm-hmm. that are like hashtag uh, Dupree. Team Wilkes. Yeah, for Team Wilkes. Wilkes. You know, yeah. there's 17,000 for Wilkes, man. 17,000 mm-hmm. hashtags for Wilkes. That's 17,000 people that raised their hand and said, I love this guy. Yeah. Right? He just needs 1,000 of them to spend 100 bucks a year. He's got a business. Heck yeah. You know, he's not a rich well, man, but he's got cash flow. You know, exactly. Well, it's like, you know, the mindset of like, I won't get on this TV show and I won't kick butt. It's not enough to kick butt. You got to kick butt and take names. Yeah. And exactly. <laughs> That's, right. That's right, man. And it's the mindset, like, you know, education, like, do you look at your marketing? Because if you don't have any money at all, then you've got to spend time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How much time is, is it an expense for you to, to market? Or is it a, an investment when you, when, uh, Brent, when you first started songwriting pro, mm-hmm. I mean, you didn't know what the hell you were doing. No, heck no. No, you, know, I mean, you, you a- weren't some web guru guy that had 50 other businesses and then just decided to sprinkle some magic Brent dust on this one and make it blow up. Like, what did you do? Well, I started getting educated, a mm-hmm. lot of podcasts, that kind of stuff, learning about blogging and all that kind of stuff and kind of content marketing and got in there and started figuring it out. Nobody yeah. read those first ones and that's fine. You yep. know, they discover them later. It doesn't matter. And just getting in there and yeah, you'd hit, you'd hit, uh, well, you know, there'd be things like, Oh, inside little things like, okay, start off with a, um, WordPress hosting WordPress site. Well, there's more stuff you can do with the self-hosted, but that takes you know, a certain amount of technical skill to kind of migrate that over. And also it's more expensive, right? And so what I said, oh, I'm going to basically work on this free platform, get my chops up, get some momentum going, earn my way into that next level. Right. Once I get a little bit of like, oh, okay, yeah, there's snowball starting to roll. And then, so I'm not stopped at the very front end by all the technical stuff I don't know. Yeah you know, not at the analysis paralysis. Yeah. And then it hit a point like, okay, it's, I'm ready to make that jump. Okay. You know, let's feed this thing some more, you know? Right. And now, all, the, all the while, first of all, you're investing a ton of time, but mm-hmm. you got a full-time job. Yeah. So you're doing this mm-hmm. from like eight till two in the morning, essentially. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Kids go to bed and you're doing that for a number of years, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Until, and then, and then the next big step. So you made the big, one big jump going from the WordPress hosted site over to your own hosted site. Where right. You got to have a better game. You got to know what you're doing a little bit more. Yeah. A lot more stuff can go wrong and you have anybody to turn to, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> breaks, I don't like, know this stuff. You're the guy. Yeah. My peeps don't know this stuff. Yeah. So then what? <sighs> you know, another big step was podcast. Yeah. You know, these things we started doing and then um, acquiring the Freddie site, which came to me, which was an answered prayer. I didn't even know to ask for. And, and so you just, just taking these steps taking these steps one little thing at a time. What did it all start with? It started with one blog like five yeah. years ago or something about yep. hitting a bullseye with your songwriting and no readership, <laughs> you know, and it just grows and grows. And now heck the podcast has over 150,000 downloads. Yeah. Just yeah. that. And how many views is the blog, you know, and, and what, and this is a big part of what feeds my family at this yeah. point. Yeah. No day job. I mean, and that, 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 like you just recently had your anniversary from leaving that day job, like in yeah. the last week or two. Mm-hmm. 
So another big thing. But you see, it's like you're not going to figure it all out in advance. You know, you're not. And, and the mindset is you've got to have faith in yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got to know that you don't know, mm-hmm. right? And, and you've got to know that you don't know and ask and, and go and figure out how to f- find out. You know, find out everything you can um, on, for free online, yeah. podcasts, stuff like that. And then, and then mess around with it. And then, you know what? You're, at some point, you're probably going to end up spending a little bit of money. Yeah. Right. To, mm-hmm. to get a, a better education from somebody who can give you some details at that point. And, um, and then the, uh, and, and then it escalates from there. You know, I just had a, I just had a, um, I just had a, a, a long meeting phone conversation last night with actually a climber had hooked me up with a potential client. Nice. Um, she got a cut with him. I think it's on the Texas charts or something. Cool. And, and she's like, man, he needs to talk to you. And, and we talked and he asked one really, really important question in that conference call. It was like two hours we were talking just mm-hmm. about the way it used to be and what we're doing now. And does that make sense? And he was like, this makes so much sense, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and he's like, man, Johnny, how do you determine who you want to work with? Mm-hmm. Do you know what my number one determination is? What? Mindset. Yeah. <laughs> You know, mindset, man. I, I don't care if you got $100,000 or $200,000 or a million dollars of budget that you can bring to my company. If you don't have the mindset, mm-hmm. that you're not buying into what we're doing. You, you're taking away my very precious time and bandwidth mm-hmm. from the other artists who do believe it, right? Yeah. Well, and you're going to have, for one thing, you've run into that. Yeah. From talking, I know, and, fight, you know, fighting whatever, but yep. with your clients, people that are paying you <laughs> to yeah. try and get them to play in sandbox and do yeah. what they're paying you to do. Right. Yeah. Help me help you. Right. You're already paying me. Like- <laughs> they have to be an active participant. They yeah. have to play along. Right. And you're going to get better results off the person that comes in with almost no budget than, but has the right mindset and work yep. ethic than you are with somebody that comes in with a ton of budget and doesn't have the right mindset or the right work ethic. Exactly. And it's gonna be, be a lot more enjoyable and profitable long term. That's right. You're gonna grow that person into someone who has a big budget because they're gonna earn their way up it because it works. That's right. And you know, there, there's a while back we were talking about um, IQ and EQ and and how mm-hmm. like uh, once once somebody has like a bottom line IQ of like 120, mm-hmm. because below that you're like you're worst. Here's normal. Here's the yeah. worst. Yeah. yeah. But once you get above like 120, like there's no difference that's attributed directly to IQ between uh, in success, right? Mm-hmm. Between somebody that's got a 165 IQ like uh, Einstein or somebody with a 120. Like at that point, you're smart enough. Mm-hmm. And then it's mindset. Yeah. And then it turns into mindset. There is like two of the, two of the, the, the top two rated IQs in the country. One guy runs a multi-billion dollar company and the other guy straight up is a bouncer in Montana. <laughs> who, who is, who like in his spare time is disproved straight up, disproved the Pythagorean theorem, but can't get it together. You know, and, and some of that's environmental for him. He had a really, really hard time growing up, a really, mm-hmm. really rough life, but he can't figure out how to get around it as smart as he is. Wow. Doesn't matter. His mindset sucks. Nobody wants to work with him. So he's got a job that for a guy with like a 200 IQ, I mean, like he should be freaking in a think tank for the government. He's yeah. not. 
You know, he's not. He's not that guy. He should be never thinking about money and how to pay the bills. But every week, he's got to figure out how to pay those bills. Wow. And what's he going to do? So I attribute this to the same thing with talent, right? Mm-hmm. Like, am I blown away by somebody with like amazing freaking talent? Am I moved by that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does that yeah. get my attention? Absolutely. But then if I talk to them and they got a crappy mindset, mm. not interested. And yeah. it's a disappointment. But I'm not going to touch that with a 10-foot pole. Yeah. You know? And uh, so, again, just talented enough, right? Mm-hmm. With the mindset of, man, we know we got to work. We're going to, you know, the, the Lonely Highway Boys are like the poster child for the right mindset. Those guys yeah. just a month ago moved up from Jacksonville, Florida. Everything we tell them to do, they do. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, you need to post some more stuff. Like, we're, we're handling their, their Instagram posts, but we, we need some more stuff from in the band. Like, mm-hmm. you guys got to handle that. Starting tomorrow, boom, there it is. Yeah. Like, you got to do this, you got to do that. We're plugging them into Broadway, you know. And, mm-hmm. and by the way, so they've been doing, like, probably, they've been playing together for seven years as a band. Um, they probably do, down in Jacksonville, they're probably doing, like, 70 shows a year, maybe 80 shows a year mm-hmm. uh, on their own. And now they're up on Broadway. They just did, like, nine shows straight. <laughs> yeah. Right? Completely different band. Huh. You know what I mean? And yeah. but they had to move, right? Mm-hmm. They got one's got family, you know, yeah. two kids and a wife and and say, I gotta do this. This is what we gotta do. You know, if we're gonna do this, this is what's gonna happen. And are we moving the needle? Yeah. Are we making progress? Yep. But mm-hmm. they have the every they're grateful for everything, right? Mm-hmm. They drink like fishes, man. Like I can't <laughs> <laughs> they they're an outlaw brand for sure. Yeah. But you know, the thank you, man. You know, they, they'll go out of their way to walk across the room, thank somebody. If they got a round of beers up on stage, somebody bought it for them. They, mm-hmm. Every single one of them does it. Like it's, it's insane. It's awesome. yeah. But it's a good, but it's the mindset that keeps them going, right? Mm-hmm. And that makes us so want to work with them so bad. Yeah. And on top of that, they're insanely talented, you know? So luck. There's the, there's the lightning in the bottle. Yeah. You know, because they're willing to participate. And uh, so, man, th- that's it, guys. It really is mindset. Like, the how-to, the, the, if there's no such thing as that one roadmap, that one magic formula that works right. for everybody that doesn't exist. But even if it did, it wouldn't matter mm-hmm. if you had it in your hand and you didn't have the mindset. Right. Right? Like, getting the golden ticket from Willy Wonka. You know, if you're creating 50 reasons why you can't get to the train station to make it down to the yeah. Wonka factory, <laughs> then you don't get in. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, it's, it's just that simple, guys. So what's your mindset? You know, what's standing in your way? How come you haven't grown your audience? Do you not know? Do you not know that you don't know? Uh, or do you do know you're not spending the time? Are you, you know, you have money for new guitars. You have money for you know, booze, you have money for your significant other, you have money for dates, you have money for a new car, you have money for, you know, weed, you got, you got, you got money. Mm-hmm. What, are you spending any of it on marketing at all? Or are you just worried about how you're going to record that next song that nobody's going to hear? Right. God bless you. You know what I mean? doesn't mean it's bad. I mean, I'm assuming here, I'm talking to all the artists with competitive product, you know, like competitive yeah. art, but guys, you got to do this, man. So that's all I had to say about that. I just really want to drive that home. It, it, it's, this is across that, that FB Live thing that I went to, which just started this whole conversation and got me thinking about this, was, had nothing to do with the music industry at all. Mm-hmm. Nobody in there. I was the only guy in the music industry, really. Actually, yeah. there was one other guy. There's one other guy. But um, everybody else is like s- selling products, working for an ad agency, mm-hmm. 
trying to get clients on to help like chiropractors and doctors and all these different people improve their businesses. Yeah. Like, had nothing to do with the music industry. Guess yeah. what? Same issues, same speed bumps, same potholes, same mental roadblocks that we all have. Yeah. And you ain't going to get around them without the mindset. And then, and only then will the, the, the know-how and the how-to and the different roadmaps start to make sense to you. Confucius said that when the teacher's ready, the stu- or when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Mm-hmm. But so many of you never get that teacher. You never get that break because you're not ready yet. Yeah. The reason you're not ready is you got a crappy mindset. So straighten up. All right. <laughs> we want you to win, guys. So listen, once again, join the client community. If you haven't done so, leave a five-star rating and review. Share it with somebody. Make sure that uh, if it's working for you, it can work for somebody else. And subscribe to the podcast. Make sure those come in there every single, like twice a week, man. Right into your player there. This podcast exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.